Mzanzi, I am Nolu Tandonakani, the head of news at Health Home Zanzi, where we explore the often complex relationship between health and food. Joining me on this podcast, my colleague and co-sister in action, Sinesi Potom. Hey Lulu and to our listeners, welcome back to another episode of Sisters Without Shame that is proudly brought to you by Health Form Zanzi. Who still has time to suffer in silence when this podcast is a safe space for your medical shames? Every week, we will hold your hand as we unpack those ever so embarrassing health questions you would not dare ask in public. Got a pus lump or struggling with some heavy BO? No problem, babes. We have got you. We are your sisters in shame. month we have put quite the spotlight on men's health and i'm absolutely loving the conversation girl who knew that men were so complex so complex and so full of it (laughs) anyways we do have a friend in crisis to attend to lulu now as our listeners do know on every episode we listen to a voice note read a whatsapp or email message received from a health form zanzi reader remember your messages are confidential and we will never mention your name unless you want us to Sine, who is our friend in crisis this week? Lulu, this week we have a voice note from Mahi King. Hi, Sine and Lulu. Um, I'm a 29-year-old guy undergoing treatment for testicular cancer. I felt a lump while I was taking a shower, but I didn't pay much attention to it until it doubled in size in about two weeks. But being a guy, I went into a state of denial, even though it was like as scary as may be. My wife has taken my diagnosis quite hard, and it took me a couple of days to process it. I want to be strong for my wife and kids. I had a surgery to remove my left testicle. The doctor told me that my cancer had spread and this requires aggressive chemotherapy. I'm the youngest person in the infusion room. It's one of those cancers that can be easier to treat with early detection. And now anything I can do to spread the word, I want to do it. This week, radio and TV personality Mark Pilgrim unpacks his testicular cancer survivorship. At the age of 18, Mark was diagnosed with stage 4 testicular cancer, which spread to his lungs and kidneys. Mark had nine months of intense chemo sessions, lasting up to four hours a session, and credits the support and love his family showed him for pulling him through. What advice would you give to a man who might be hesitant to get checked for testicular cancer? Well, I think, you know, in years gone by, there was a stigma, and there probably is still a little bit of a stigma attached to a man losing a testicle and his manhood. You know, is he still a man? And I always say to guys, listen, one works as good as two. I'm proof because I've got two girls, and despite my friends' jokes, they are mine. They look like me. (laughs) They are my kids. If anything, you know, lightheartedly, I think when genitalia was being made aesthetic looks wasn't the most important thing it was based more on functionality and by having one ball removed it neatens up the package and gives you more room for something else to move let's talk about your journey then with testicular cancer can you take me back you know to when you found out and how you found out that you were diagnosed with um, testicular cancer I had a swelling. So one of the testicles starts getting larger. And, you know, it's not a sudden overnight thing. So initially you go, am I just imagining it? No, it's normal. And that's the mistake most guys make, that they leave it. They think, oh, no, it's normal. Or maybe the swelling will go down tomorrow. And every day you don't have it checked. You're reducing the chances of a quick recovery. I can't tell you whether it was days or weeks because I don't know. I had my head in the sand. And by the time I was diagnosed, it moved to my lungs and my kidneys as well. So my advice 
advice to anyone is the moment you pick up an anomaly, you pick up something which doesn't seem right, you're not sure, check it out. You know, if your doctor says to you, it's absolutely nothing, that's money well spent. And then, you know, how has your experience with testicular cancer, you know, changed you as well? Well, I think whenever you have a life-threatening illness, it makes you realize the fragility of life. And, you know, what are you doing that you really want to do? What do you want to stop doing? Because life is short. So make the most of what you can do what you can do. And that pushed me to follow my dreams of being on radio, actually, because I was going to be a chartered accountant. So not that I've got anything against people that are chartered accountants, but I did good at accountancy, but it wasn't what I really wanted to do. So by being ill, it pushed me to say, okay, what do I really want to do? And I've always wanted to be on radio. Like most people would always say that like the experience with cancer gave them like a second chance at life. Yeah, stuff, 100%. yeah. You, you appreciate people and you appreciate your time as well. What questions do you think that newly diagnosed patients could ask their doctors early on? And what things do you wish you knew that you know now? Well, I think the first question people always ask is, why me? That's a normal question to ask. So I'm guessing that would be one of the questions they do tend to ask. But I think for me, it's more about just understanding, especially with cancer. Listen, I mean, if you, you're smoking 50 cigarettes a day and you get lung cancer, you pretty much know the, you know the causality. But in terms of testicular cancer, it's just one of those things. It happens. And I don't know what I would have asked my doctor, which I didn't ask. I think what is important, though, is that you allow yourself to have a bad day. Everyone wants you to be strong every single day. Allow yourself to have a day where you have a good cry and you feel sorry for yourself because you deserve that moment. You're going through a hell of a lot. Acknowledge it. But then you get back on the horse and you fight. It's like when you're on a diet and you have a cheat day on a Sunday, you eat the pizza on the Sunday. Monday morning, you go back to the lean chicken and the, the veg. So not every day is a strong day and it's actually, it's okay. It's a powerful take home for me because, you know, men are always told to be strong and not to cry and not to crumble. Oh, 100%. You're human. My message to people is always, you're allowed to have a, a weak moment and also never leave it. When you pick up a lump or a bump anywhere, go have it checked. And, you know, what people tend to do then is they say, okay, that's great. I went to the doctor. I spent 500 bucks on the doctor's fee and he said it was nothing. As I said earlier, that's 500 bucks well spent. Would you rather be 500 bucks and you find something? I'd rather spend <laughs> 500 bucks and find nothing, but I've still gone to check it. And then also, how can family and friends best support a man during their journey with testicular cancer? Well, I think it's just about family love and support and let them know that they are still a man. It's got nothing to do with whether you've got one ball or two. I'm very open about the fact that I've got one. You know, my friends call me Gonad. I'm the uniballer. I make life because it really doesn't phase me. But I understand for some guys, it is more of a, an issue. And I'm here to say, you're still a man. It's okay. The family must support you and they must love you. And I think as well, what a lot of families do is they say when they hear that someone's got cancer, they go, Oh, no, I'm devastated. Yeah, you're devastated, but it's not about you. If you're the one with cancer, I'm sorry to hear, what can I do for you? How can I help you? It's about lending support. That person going through it is devastated. Now to know that the whole family's devastated, he's taking all of that on as well as the man of the house. So I know if the family's devastated, show support. Don't just break down and collapse over there on the couch because I've got cancer. Come to me and ask me what you can do for me. Maybe it's a hug. Maybe to my son, can you mow the lawn? It's about focusing on the person with the cancer and as a family member, not focusing on your own grief that a man is going through the cancer. What was the most difficult part of your testicular cancer journey? And what did you do to help yourself get through it? You know, for cancer patients, the dreaded C is not cancer, it's chemotherapy. It's chemotherapy that makes you sick. 
there's been many advances in chemotherapy, I would imagine, in the 30 years since I've had it, but it still makes you sick. It really is hard. Chemo is hard. And that's probably the hardest part of the journey was saying to yourself, I'm going to get up, I'm going to go to the hospital, and I'm going to have another round of this chemotherapy that really makes me sick. Thank you for joining this week's episode of Sisters Without Shame, Mark. If you want to read more on Mark Pilgrim's journey, check out healthformzanzi.co.za. Now remember, if you are in a medical jam, you can send an email to hello at healthformzanzi.co.za or send an SOS to 076-132-0454. That's 076-132-0454. We will never blue tick you, babes. Diagnosis truly is not the end of the road for you. If Mark can live with one gonad, his words not mine, so can you. What was the take-home message for you this week, Sine? <clears throat> Lulu, I think Mark's insight on family support stood out for me this week. Lulu, as a woman, my views on men's health have been pretty one-dimensional. But having these conversations has sort of helped me understand that it is very easy for men to get detoured and neglect their health, especially with all the stress of everyday life. You know, experts have said many times that nurture tends to affect men's mentality in terms of medical visits. Deep-rooted and archaic ideas about masculinity sometimes prevent men from checking in with their docs. Men have also been raised to believe you must be fearless and strong. It takes a truly brave man to go out there and get a tune-up. That brings us to the end of episode 16 of Sisters Without Shame, proudly brought to you by Health from Zanzi. From me, Lulu Nakani. And me, Sinesi Potom. Have a great week and remember to show us some love by sharing this podcast with a friend.